It was a dark night in mid-October in Dallas, Texas. Three amazingly beautiful, hilarious siblings to Shay, Sage, and Storm walk into a bar. From behind the light of a single candle, as the drinks begin to flow, so do the stories. And as per usual, they turn dark very quickly. <laughs> we don't have an option, it's just happening. <laughs> okay, we're starting. <laughs> Didn't I just see y'all? <laughs> yeah. We just ate a whole bunch of food, and you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I know my stomach. That pie was really good, Storm. Was it? Yeah, yes, it was really good. I know. I was thinking about it whenever we were putting all the food away. It was like we never even asked Dad who won the pie contest. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's true. What is the name of that pie again, Storm? An Arkansas possum pie. Oh my god, it was so good. It was. It was really good. I liked mine, but I felt like it was um, not spice. Maybe spicy. Like the the pumpkin pie spice was very prevalent mm-hmm. in that. There's like I think it's cloves in pumpkin spice spice oh. in pumpkin mm-hmm. spice or whatever. That's kind of spicy or. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought I loved it. It was really good. I Thank like you. can't wait to eat more. I was like, oh, she left it here. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, y'all are good. My stomach is definitely telling me, like, girl, you don't normally eat that much sugar anymore. Yeah. You need to exactly. Stay I, that's why I was saying I'm gonna be bloated all weekend. <sighs> got you three, you two more Thanksgivings to go. I know. <laughs> are you doing both of yours tomorrow? No, we're doing. Well, of course, mom, and then we're going to um, uh, Sherry's on Saturday. Hmm. So, we have a little bit of time in between. Not much. I can't see your face, Deshay. You can't see my face? No. Like, yeah, I can hear you. Off. Yeah, I can hear you talking, but it just says D. Mm. Oh, that's, that's the wrong. <laughs> can you see us? Yeah, I can see oh, myself, too. I can, I can see you now. Oh. So, I... <laughs> I'm making weird faces with my lips. So I have always wanted really big lips. I love big lips and I am so afraid to get lip filler because people that get rid of it and then their lips look weird. Yeah. And you know, I've always thought I had pretty okay sized lips. Like I didn't, I don't have like small lips, but I was watching a TikTok where they were saying like the older you get, the more your lips like droop. Uh huh. Interesting. Are you kidding me? Zero. Get oh my lord dogs i swear i was like i'm gonna leave the door open because if i leave the door open the dogs and the cat won't be annoying and here they are being worse than they usually are where in the actual hell is my phone there it is (laughs) y'all we are a hot damn mess today i cannot even hold on pause.com this is how our week has been all of us (laughs) like this is what's happening Oh my god! I hope this isn't how the story's gonna go. <laughs> it's okay. Oh lord. Okay. Anyway, so he was saying the older you get, the more your like your top lip will like shrink because it's like drooping. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm getting there. Those thirties are hitting me hard. I'm like, I'm gonna have, have to you, just go do it. Have you seen Yellowstone? No, I haven't watched it yet either. There's a character in there. Her name is Beth, and it looks like she had some of her filler dissolved, and her top lip is just kind of like drooping over her bottom lip. Ugh. It's so uh, interesting. To that's, that's what I'm so <clears throat> afraid of. I want to get it done. That's funny that you say that because I've been contemplating it because I've gotten Botox and I need to get it again. But um, I've thought about getting it done, but um, I don't know. I just haven't. It's just because I'm nervous. It makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. So you know, but I'm like totally hot, babe. So I don't want to ruin that. You know, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, kids, you're all just ready. Ready? Yep. I mean, yeah, because it's already pretty freaking late. It's way later than we normally do this. <laughs> I yeah, it is. I was about to fall asleep. I was like, "Damn, if this girl does not hurry the hell up, I'm gonna." I know. Be so I got good. here and I was like, "I was like, babe, I need you to focus. Like, I got some shit to do, so I need you. Like, I had Sammy already. 
everything here take them go bye it's it's also before 10 o'clock so that makes us look like really old you guys for real for real for real we got a long weekend Nobody needed to know that. You did not just need to spill the beans. <laughs> Actually, it's like 11.45. <laughs> like 3 o'clock in the morning. What are you even talking about? Uh, okay. So as I was telling you both earlier, and I will now tell the audience. Um, you mean mom and dad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, mom and dad. Because <laughs> apparently, my husband and my oldest son are like a few episodes behind. Mm. Ew. Although mom did tell me she is, she is a couple episodes behind today. But she mm-hmm. said she's she's catching up. She she because she mm-hmm. said they're not long enough for her to listen to on her community commute, and she mm-hmm. can't listen to it like you know when Emmy's around. <laughs> Unless she's got mm-hmm. her headphones why? in. I don't understand why. Because no. I, uh... <laughs> I kept telling Deacon's just sitting over here on the couch when we got home. I'm like, bro, you got to go. Like, you can't yep. hear this yes. shit. You got to go. Mm-hmm. Garrett was doing the same thing. He was like, why do I have to go upstairs? And I was like, because we have to record and we have to have it quiet. And he's like, I can be quiet. And I'm like, you cannot listen to what we are going to talk about, my dude. And mm-hmm. he was like, Mm-mm. he was like, I can be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Okay, so what I was trying, I don't know what, how I got on there, but what I was trying to say is the way I'm going to start this out is I'm going to tell you about the murders first, and then y'all can try and see if you can figure out who I'm talking about. Okay. So if I screw it up before y'all guess and say the name, (laughs) so be it. But if you know we'll it, edit it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, true. But we'll if you the, we'll just like little dolphin, you know, thing. if I say a name and you're like, oh, yeah, oh, I know who that is. It's fine. Just go ahead and say it because then I can say the name throughout the rest of the story. And it's cool. So okay, All right. like I have the name written up here, and I'm like, don't say that. <laughs> I almost was doing it on my last story. Because I was like, I don't want them to know until I until like she's bought the house, and then of yeah. course they'll know. And I kept being like, Mada, I mean not that. <laughs> not her. <laughs> and you know, I think I was saying the name wrong because it's spelled Lalori, but I think because she's Spanish. It she. I was like, she is, it, but she, it's it's French. Is it French? Is her husband see, French? That's why I get confused. Cause then I was like, is it like La Lorie? I think that's right. I, Cause I think if I remember hearing it correctly in like the, uh, the American horror story, I think it's La Lorie. Yeah. That's how yeah. they say it there. Someone who's French, let us know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just don't, but I'm like my, um, what's the word I'm looking for? ignorant self was like if i try to say lolly i'm gonna mess it up every time i say the name so we're just gonna yeah that's like when uh time. when we were doing our halloween thing and i and i was saying sam hayne and it's actually Solwyn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so stupid you sounded so mad <laughs> every time you had to say that but the thing is is i was like i saw the pronunciation, like it tells you, and it clearly says saw one. But I was like, no, mm-hmm. that's not how you yep. say that. That is yep. supernatural. They say Sam Hain. So that's what that's I'm saying. Listen, that is where I've learned 98% of all supernatural things. Same. And if they said it wrong, then that's how I know it. Yeah. So. Trick or treat, the movie, Sam, mm-hmm. that's why he's named Sam. What the hell? Oh. See? Yeah. Okay, why is his name well, not Saul? Yeah. <laughs> Psalm. Psalm. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, also, sorry, I have a little bit of a um, upper respiratory thing. So if I cough, we'll try and edit that shit out. But some of it might not be able to. Mm. So just cough and then be quiet for a second to make it easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get going. All right. So I'm going to tell you first about the, and I hope I say this word right. This is the word I was telling you guys that I have no clue what it meant. The canonical five victims. Okay. Canonical. I have no idea what that word means. Me either. Like okay. chronicle? How's it spelled? It's, it's C-A-N-O-N-I-C-A-L. Canonical and, like, like in order? So 
It means conforming to a general rule or acceptable procedure. So to me, that means like um, the same type of people. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Is that what you got from that? Um, Sorry. Read it again. Conforming to a general rule or acceptable procedure. Sounds like a cult. Yeah. So, yeah. So like the same kind of people, like you have a group of like, uh, you know, I don't Christians know. Christians or Christians or whatever. Um, They're ca- canonical. Or yes. Yeah. 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 Whatever, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. So, okay. So I'm going to tell you about them. I'm going to give you their names. The canonical five were Mary Ann Nichols, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine. I don't know how to say this last name. I think it's Edo's. Edo's. That's what I'm going to say. Edo's. And Mary Jane Kelly. No? Still don't know? No. Okay. Told you we were getting right into murder, so <laughs> buckle up, Storm. There you go. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So first we have Marion Nichols, and her her body was discovered 3.40 a.m. on Friday, August 31st, 1888. So we're in the 1800s. In um, Bucks Row, what used to be known as Bucks Row, which is now Durward Street in Whitechapel, um, I think I in England. Out. Go ahead. <clears throat> Mary had been seen alive about one hour before her body was found. Her body was found by a Mrs. Emily Holland, whom she had um, previously. They had shared a bed together at one of those like common lodging houses. You know, it was way back in there. But, yeah, like a hostel. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, when she found her, she found her and her throat was severed by two deep cuts. One mm-hmm. of which completely severed all of the tissue down to her vertebrae. Damn. Um, this is gross. They say the real word. So I'm just going to say it. her vagina had been stabbed twice <gasps> in the lower part of her um, abdomen was partly ripped open by a deep jagged wound causing her bowels to protrude <gasps> what <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, several other incisions inflicted to both sides of her ad- abdomen were caused by the same knife and each of the wounds were inflicted in like a downward thrusting so like Ugh. just you know yep. I, I'm doing the motion that you people I know you're hearing me but you can't see me <laughs> So that was Marion Nichols, okay? <clears throat> a week later, on Saturday, September 8th in 1888, the body of um, Annie Chapman was found at about 6 a.m. near the steps to the doorway of the backyard of some house. Um, as in the same case with Mary Ann, her throat was severed by two deep cuts. Her abdomen had been cut entirely open and there was a whole section of her flesh um, from her stomach that was taken and placed on her left shoulder. Oh my god. And another section of skin and flesh, including her small intestines, <sighs> were removed and replaced above her right shoulder. And what? her autopsy, which I don't even know at that point why you would need to do one, but they did. Right. Um, it revealed that her uterus and sections of her bladder and vagina had been removed as well. <gasps> removed? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Where are you taking them? <laughs> right. So, <clears throat> okay. So, okay. So, before Annie's murder... There is Elizabeth Long. She said that she had described seeing um, Annie standing outside of that house that she was found at with a dark haired man wearing a brown deer stalker hat, which I don't know what that means, and dark overcoat. And he was of a, quote, shabby genteel appearance. Um, according to Elizabeth Long, the man had asked Annie the question, will you? To which she replied, yes. 
think I know who it is. Okay. You, Would you, you like to guess? Do you want us to guess? I was about to say, do you want us to guess? Go ahead. Is it Jack the Ripper? It is. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. As soon you as said, you said the skin pulled over the shoulder, I knew exactly who it was. You said, well, I knew when you said 1800s and Whitechapel. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Now I know who it is. <laughs> Whitechapel, like the band. Oh, I love them. So, see, I wasn't sure if y'all were going to get it, but good job. Good job. So, okay. Um, all right. Now, Elizabeth. Now you can say the name. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, Elizabeth Stride and Catherine Edos. That's the name I don't know if I'm saying right. It's spelled E-D-D-O-W-E-S. Edos. 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 So they were both killed in um, the morning hours of September 30th. In 1888, Elizabeth's body was found at about 1 a.m. in Dutfield's yard off of Burner Street in Whitechapel. Her cause of death was just a single clear-cut incision about six inches across her neck, which Mm -hmm. left her carotid artery and her trachea um, severed her left carotid artery, hello, and her trachea before um it says before terminating beneath her right jaw so basically he just kind of like like halfway like halfway yeah like like take part of her jaw off oh my god (coughs) that's disgusting um but for her there wasn't any um further mutilations to her body which has led people to they're not necessarily sure was elizabeth um murder committed by the ripper or was he maybe interrupted during the attack that's what they're thinking Mm -hmm. um several witnesses informed police later that they had seen elizabeth in the company of um a man close to burner street on the evening of september 29th so this is the day before her death and um each of them, though, gave different descriptions of this person. So, who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Catherine's body, Catherine Edos is the, the name again. Her body was found um, in about the same location um, about a half hour after the body of Elizabeth. Her throat was <laughs> severed from ear to ear. And her abdomen was ripped open by a long, deep, and jagged wound before her intestines were again placed over her right shoulder. Ugh. With a section of intestine being completely detached and pla- placed between her body and her left arm. So just chilling right there. Like Ugh. she's holding it almost. Ugh. Her left kidney and the major part of her uterus were removed. And her face was disfigured. Her nose was severed. Her cheek was slashed. She had cuts that were measuring about a quarter of an inch and a half an inch um, vertically through each of her eyelids. Oh, oh, um, oh God. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. There was um, a triangular incision, like, on her actual eye. And it also, oh, yeah, each of, and also on each of her cheeks, a triangle what? incision. I don't know what that has to do with, but yeah. Interesting. And a section of her, of the lobe of her right ear was later recovered from her clothing. The police surgeon who conducted the autopsy, he said that um, his opinion is that these mutilations would have taken at least five minutes for him to to do at a time. Yeah. So, you know, because he was really fast. But, Five minutes for him to cut each of her eyes. And who knows? Oh, I mean, I'm assuming. Okay. So he, it's almost like, okay, so she's like laying there with all her guts out and he's just like playing. Yeah. yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that the poor girls got their throat cut mm-hmm. first. That were so just, they weren't they were just alive dead. Yeah. for the rest right. of yeah. it. Yeah. There's some, um, 
y'all have to look and and we'll we'll probably post these too but there's like a, a drawing from the that the police did of her body it's disgusting mm-hmm. it's i mean it's almost like they didn't know what to do so they just left like a whole section of her abdomen and everything off of the picture yep because mm-hmm. this is also the 1800s so um da, da, da. Okay, so there was a local cigarette salesman named Joseph, and he had been passing through the square with his two friends shortly before the murder, and he said he saw a fair-haired man of a shabby appearance with a woman who may have been um, Catherine, but he wasn't for sure. Um, the murders of Elizabeth and Catherine became known as the quote double event because they happened within like hours of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a section of Catherine's bloodied apron was found at the entrance to, um, to a local, like, you know, they call it a tenement, but it's like, you know, just one of those boarding house type things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in Whitechapel at about 3 a.m., there was a chalk inscription on the wall directly above the piece of the apron, and it read, quote, the Jews are the men that will not be blamed for nothing. What the fuck? And Jews <laughs> is spelled J-U-W-E-S. Interesting. J-U-W- what? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't, yeah. So the graffiti... That graffiti became known as the Goulston Street Graffito, and it appeared to be to basically implying that a Jew or Jews in general were responsible for all these murders. Of course. That's their thinking back then. Yeah. I never (laughs) knew that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. But then they also go to say that they're unclear whether the graffiti was written by the murderer. Um, you know, or be, because the part of the apron was there, or if it was, you know, mm-hmm. pure coincidence. No, um, some dickhole. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. All right, so they just move. We just move right along into the case. <laughs> um, the horribly, horribly mutilated and disemboweled body of the last of the canonical five, Mary Jane Kelly was discovered lying on the bed in a single room where she lived um, off of Dorset street at about 1045 on Friday, November 9th, 1888. Uh, her face had been quote hacked beyond all recognition mm. with her throat severed down to her spine. Oh, and the abdomen almost emptied of all of its organs. Oh my god! Can't even talk. This is horrible. <sighs> her her uterus, kidneys, and one breast had been placed beneath her head. What? And um, mm-hmm. yeah, and other <laughs> other body parts were just randomly placed like beside her foot. Uh, the bed and sections of her abdomen and thighs were on uh were placed upon the bedside table her heart the heart was missing completely from the scene they couldn't find it damn there's also a picture of that too it's quite gross he's literally just like playing yeah wow um okay so it says multiple ashes were found in the fireplace um defer where Mary Jane Kelly was murdered and um, they think the murderer had burned um, several items to keep the light in the room as he mutilated her body because you know you're in the 1800s as you do Uh Um, yeah each of the canonical five murders were done at night on or close to a weekend either at the end of the month or a week or so after. So it's kind of like a like a timeline. So this is, you know, like a legit ser- serial killer. Like they need to do it every mm-hmm. so often. Mm-hmm. Um, they became increasingly, se- the murders became increasingly severe as they, you know, as more of them happened. Except for that of the one where they think maybe he got interrupted. Well, that's probably why um, he did it. 
so mm-hmm. close together because yeah. he needed to finish what he was doing. Right. Mm-mm. So, yeah, because they increasingly got worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Mary Ann Nichols, who was the first one, she wasn't missing any organ- organs. Annie Chapman, who was second, supposedly, her uterus and sections of her bladder and vagina were taken. Um, Catherine had her uterus and her left kidney removed and her face mutilated. And then uh, Mary Jane Kelly, her body was the, the absolute worst. They, they, they basically said they, they said it was eviscerated mm-hmm. um, with her face because it was gashed in just all directions. Like he was just taking a knife. And he was mad. Her. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. pissed at something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tissue of her neck being severed to the bone Although the heart was the sole body organ missing from the crime scene, which what they thought was odd. Which mm-hmm. makes me think like some kind of like ritual or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so historically, it's believed that these five murders are committed by the same person. Um, and in 1894, Sir Melville Magnaughton assistant chief constable of the metropolitan police and the head of the criminal investigation department wrote a report that stated, uh, quote, the white chapel murderer, which is what they were calling him had five victims and five victims only. And then there was a bunch of letters that they would get to from people who were like claiming to be the ripper, which, and it too. Yeah. That then so there's a ton of them that were saying, oh, no, there's way more than this. It was more mm-hmm. than just five. But this is what they were calling the canonical because these are your um, ladies of the night, if you will. Mm-hmm. They all had the ask, same. I was like, I thought they were yeah. like sex workers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ladies of the night. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I call myself. <laughs> Even though it's ten o'clock and I can't keep my eyes open, right? <laughs> um, so now they get into trying to investigate, and so the city of London police, um, the basically the Whitechapel murders, the files were destroyed in the Blitz, which was a Looks big like fire. That. Oh, that they had. Of course they freaking were. Yeah. And then their surviving police files had a detailed view of investigative procedures that were done in the Victorian era. Alum, there was a large, they put together a large team, basically. More than like 2,000 people were interviewed. Upwards of 300 people were investigated. And then they detained 80 people. And they it detained was ma- 80 they people? They detained 80. Okay. 80 <laughs> people. Their main suspects were like butchers, slaughterers, surgeons, and physicians who yeah. obviously would be able to do these things pretty easily. But I'm also mm-hmm. like, wasn't it like brutal? Like it's pretty, I think it said mm-hmm. something about like bad not bad cuts. I forgot the word it used, but I'm like, wouldn't a surgeon be like clean and yeah. Unless, know? unless he was just like that mad and he was like, I know I can do this and mm-hmm. this is what I want to do to some people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. So those were their main suspects or all the people's, which kind of, I mean, I guess back then it, it makes sense. I mean, they have access to all that kind of, <clears throat> you know, weaponry if you will yeah. and are you know i mean can you but just, just imagine if like a murder happened these days and they're like okay it's any of these 80 people <laughs> we have to bring them all in and they all have to sit here until we figure this yes. out <laughs> yeah what? i mean but they but they even said they had like you know 300 people upwards of 300 people were investigated and they ended up bringing in only 80 so they were going uh, door to door, talking mm-hmm. to people. I mean, because I don't Excuse know what they me, did. Have back you then. taken your monthly bath? <laughs> you need to check behind your ears. Thank you. Also, did you happen to kill all five of these people? <laughs> Does this gonna look familiar? It's just like a picture of their organ. <laughs> Do yeah. you have a random heart laying around somewhere? 
<laughs> what did you eat for dinner last night? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so in September of 1888, there's a group of volunteer citizens in um, London's East End, which is, uh, and they formed what they called the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee. And so they would patrol the streets looking for suspicious characters, partly because they were pissed off with the police not being able to get the perpetrator. And also because this is stupid, but I guess it just, you know, makes you think of how it was back then. They were, they were mad or concerned that the murders were affecting their business in that Hmm. area. Okay. That makes Uh, sense though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't really think about it. Yeah, but you know, hey, it's there's some murder. That's bad for business. Exactly. Let's yeah. Get this bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they actually that committee petitioned the government to raise a reward for information that would lead to the arrest of um, the Ripper, and they offered their own reward of fifty. I want to. I'm, I'm assuming that's pounds. Which was it says it was was then a substantial sum like that was a lot of money back then, yeah. Um, and they hired private detectives to question um, independent witnesses that they had. Mm. So now the people are trying to take care of it. All right. Um, at now we're at the end of October, and Robert Anderson he asked the police surgeon, which I thought. I guess that's what they call their uh, coroner, what we call a coroner now. They call it their police oh, surgeon. Okay. Um, his name is Thomas Bond, and he asked him to give his opinion on the murder's surgical skill and his knowledge. And mm-hmm. he said that uh, he wrote, all five murders, no doubt, were committed by the same hand. In the first four, the throats appear to have been cut from left to right. In the last case, owing to the extensive mutilation, it is impossible to say in what direction the fatal cut was made, but arterial blood was found on the wall and splashes close to where the woman's head must have been lying. Uh, He said all the circumstances surrounding the murders leads him to believe, to form the opinion that the women must have been lying down when murdered, and in every case, their throat was cut first. Oh, thank goodness. I mean, not yeah. thank goodness, but yeah. yeah. At least right. we know that. But yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So he was also very, like, against the idea that the murderer had any kind of scientific or, you know, any kind of knowledge on, um, or even the technical knowledge of, like, a butcher or a horse slaughter. Like he didn't think that they, Mm. that Mm -hmm. he, he kind of ruled that out. Um, he said in his opinion, the killer must have been a man of solitary habits subject to periodical quote, periodical attacks of homicidal and erotic mania. Mm. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a dope band name. (laughs) 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 He also said that the, Homicidal impulse may have developed from a revengeful or brooding condition of the mind, or that religious mania may have been the original disease. Mm. But he do he does think that either of those scenarios is very likely, and huh. he leans more yeah. towards that than someone who is trained and who just decided to go kill people, which happens, of course. But he yeah. doesn't think that that was what the Ripper, who the Ripper was. I've always had a theory uh, about the Ripper. Mm-hmm. I think his mother was a prostitute. Mm, yeah. Makes sense. So there's no evidence that the Ripper engaged in sexual activity with any of his victims. Um, but there are psychologists that think that the penetration of the victims with a knife and he would leave them on display in sexually degrading positions with their wounds exposed. Um, indicates that he got sexual pleasure from attacking them. Mm-hmm. Well, not attacking them, like straight up just murdering them. Um, right. Lots of people challenge that view and have a bunch of different opinions, but that's uh, a bunch of psychologists think that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's also like a, a psychological issue where you derive sexual pleasure from seeing organs. 
It's yeah, it's an actual thing. Um, bu- 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 okay, so in addition to them not really, you know, just being all of this stuff being very unreliable, there are many attempts to identify their murderer, and basically that they, they're just their lack of forensic evidence, which they didn't have any of back then. Mm-hmm. Or also, you know, they could have done DNA analysis on all of the letters that they got, but, you know, not available. So they couldn't have been, they couldn't have done that. We didn't even get that until like the 80s, right? <clears throat> I want to, like late 80s. I think so, because when I did the Night Stalker, that was in mm-hmm. the 80s and they were talking about there was some, yeah, that's mm-hmm. when they were finally yep. able to, to get him. Um, all right, so some some suspects, not not really, but kinda, because you know they really don't ever know who it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people yeah. people have theories, but um, okay, so they think that the the concentration of the killings was usually around weekends and on public holidays, and it was always within a short distance of each other, um, which led them to believe that the Ripper was in regular, he, he was worked around there and lived locally. Mm-hmm. Um, others thought that the killer was an educated upper-class man, possibly a doctor or an aristocrat who came into Whitechapel from a more, you know, higher up area. Um, other theories, uh, draw on perceptions such as the fear of medical profession uh, mistrust of modern science or people just wanting to exploit the rich. The term quote ripperology was uh, created to describe the study and the analysis of the Ripper case in an effort to determine his identity. And the murders have of course inspired a bunch of movies and books and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There have been many suspects years after the murders include anyone remotely connected to the case by any kind of documents, um, people who were named in the police investigations, um, everyone alive at that time is, of course, long dead. Authors, there's a bunch of modern authors who are free to accuse anyone, quote, without any need for supporting historical evidence. So basically they can just, mm. they have free reign basically to make up whoever they think the Ripper is. That's so wild to me. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. So despite continued interest in this case, the Ripper's <clears throat> identity still remains unknown to this day. <clears throat> so we all know who the hell it was. I did watch something one time and I need to go back and watch it again but it was something and they were saying that someone had a theory that it was a woman. Hmm. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I've never heard mm-hmm. that before. Mm-hmm. I have heard the mom being a sex worker. I have heard yeah. that theory. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then yep. I, there was another one. Don't judge me for I'm about to tell you. Um, <laughs> It was this video game that I was playing that was like a Sherlock Holmes video game and cool. you had to like do the Jack the Ripper and yeah. you know you had to like go into the rooms and get all the evidence and you had to like look yeah. at the body and all the things yeah. and at the end of it it pretty much tells you like you didn't figure it out because you know no one really knows who Jack the Ripper is yeah mm-hmm. um but I mean it, the only reason I'm saying this because it made a lot of sense they were thinking that it was somebody who used to use sex workers and they gave him syphilis because mm-hmm. that was a very, you know, common thing to get back then if you uh-huh. used sex workers. And so they think that they, he just got mad because he ended up with syphilis. Yeah. Well, syphilis back then could all, like, even now it could also like eat your brain. Yeah. yeah. I so, mean, it could like it could, syphilitic brain. You. Mm-hmm. yeah it can make you like yeah that makes a lot of sense i've never heard that i was like that was interesting yeah wow 
Yeah. So there's, <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff. I don't know. There's so many different scenarios. It's really hard to say. So anyone that could have been involved in any part of it, they're like people are looking at Mm -hmm. so imagine like way in the future someone's like hey sage tattooed this person this one time and they ended up dying like years later it was sage (laughs) think about that that's wild dude Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah pretty much that would be insane Mm -hmm. and that's that's what your name is on is like that person dies therefore that mm-hmm. is what you are involved with that's mm-hmm. so wild to me yeah i never thought about it like that so they you know we were talking about the letters that they got um some of them were like really well intentioned and they you know brought up a lot of advice on how they think you can catch the killer but a bunch of them were just like people just started it, it ended up becoming like a hoax, something that yeah. people were just doing. There was a ton, obviously, that claimed to be written by Jack the Ripper. I mean, that's what they were doing. They were impersonating him. Um, three in particular were very prominent. One was called the Dear Boss Letter. Other one was Saucy Jackie postcard. <clears throat> and the From Hell Letter. So the Saucy Jackie postcard was postmarked on October 1st, 1888, and it was received the same day by the Central News Agency. Um, And the handwriting was similar to the Dear Boss letter that had been done before. And it mentioned the canonical murders that were committed on September 30th, which that's where those are the ones that they refer to as the double event Mm -hmm. that were done so close to each other. Um, and it's been said that the postcard was posted before the murders were publicized. <laughs> so they're thinking maybe, yeah, maybe, but that's kind of like, um, what is it? The Zodiac. That's kind of oh, what yeah. that reminds me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just, it's just a game to them. But imagine if like, if some of them were him and he was like, well, like now nobody knows because these other people are trying to get in on my, on my thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On my thing. So exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, so basically the legacy of Jack the Ripper, um, you know, that was a really like where he was supposedly, well, where the murders happened was like a really poor area. Um, really poor living conditions in the East End, um, you know, the worst of the slums and just basically where people of that nature would hang out, where you would find mm. your ladies of the night. Mm. So after the murders and way later on, Jack the Ripper becomes what they called the children's boogeyman. Um, in the 1920s and 1930s, he was often portrayed in film dressed in everyday clothes as a man with a hidden secret, preying on his unsuspecting victims, um, <clears throat> atmosphere and evil were suggested through the lighting effects, shadow play, 1960s, the Ripper became the symbol of predatory arist- aristocrats, aristocracy, aristocrat, oh, it's aristocracy. <laughs> oh my God, Aristoc- some of those aristocracy Aristoc- or so, it's something Aristoc- like that. Whatever, the rich yeah. people, <laughs> <laughs> and and this is where and this is how I view him. How I know it is where he was more where he was portrayed in a top hat, dressed as like uh-huh. you know with the long coat and everything like that. Mm. So the nineteen sixties, that generic, yeah, mm-hmm. generic the nineteen sixties is when that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Gary Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's yeah. funny that you say that because as the image <laughs> of the Ripper, um, it merged with and it borrowed from the horror stories such as Dracula. <laughs> well, Dracula, so Dracula's cloak or Frankenstein's organ harvest. Mm. Gross. 
Yeah. That's about it, really. Speaking of Frankenstein, I read or I heard something the other day. Did you know that Mary Shelley was like 17 when she wrote that? Yes. There's like a whole ass movie on just her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I need to watch it because I heard someone talk about it, but I haven't like really looked into it. But she was Mm -hmm. really young when she wrote that. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just obviously there's a lot more to his story or to the story rather. But Mm. when I saw what the canonical five, I thought we had to, to talk about them because those were what is supposedly the first five people that he killed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and maybe he like changed it up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it, and I mean, it happened within, you know, it wasn't that very long at all and all in the same area. And it just increasingly, increasingly got worse. But there was always the one thing that was the same or a few things that was the same and mainly the Mm -hmm. the slitting of the throat. So why didn't they label it a spree if it was within a certain amount of time? I don't know. Was that even like a thing back then? I get it. I don't know. That's a good, yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's your... Maybe part of Jack the Ripper story. Yeah. Because there's there's a we lot. Need, mm-hmm. Yeah. We need all of everyone to send us who they think it is. Yeah. Or yeah, like sure. why they it? think it happened. Yeah. Yeah. We would yeah. love to hear y'all's theories about it. Yeah. There's also like a bunch of killed a lot more. Well well, there's a bunch of other murders that they are thinking that he did, but mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of, and I don't know if maybe later on he gets messy or he does, he starts to venture off from his normal thing, but those five is what got him. Yeah. Noticed. Known. Mm-hmm. I feel like there had to have been more before that oh, for him probably. to be able to like work up to that. Cause the first mm-hmm. girl you said had her throat slit twice and was like mm-hmm. almost severed. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I feel like there had to be more before that. Maybe it was more like rape or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like usually it mm-hmm. starts. It escalated kind of like, to murder. Yeah. 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 Like he started out doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's also like kind of what happened with Dahmer is like at a certain point he couldn't really like ignore it. So he just kind of mm-hmm. had to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's just, yeah. It's just, I mean, we're really disgusting. Yeah, that's like brutal. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Wow. I, I feel like I tend to tell the more really disgusting ones sometimes. <laughs> I I, see, I think the same thing about mine. Okay. Because some of these things that are coming out of my mouth, I'm like, <laughs> what You don't is think this? you're going to talk about this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm reading it. I'm like, okay, that's gross. But then when I say it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, it's so they're much actually... worse to say out loud than it yeah. is to read it. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, okay, these people are listening to me. Like y'all, are, like I'm looking at y'all. Y'all are staring at me while I'm saying these words. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and weird. It's like that TikTok where it's like her eyes were cut out. <laughs> yeah, her throat was slit. Her teeth were ripped out. Her nose was cut off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Yes. Her intestines were sitting next to her. <laughs> and we're just sitting here eating popcorn. Yeah. Honestly. I am so full from dinner, though, for real. Oh, yeah, like, I can't. I can't. I can't even think about food tomorrow now. No, oh, I know. I know. It was today, so good, though. I was eating, and I was like, oh, I should, probably shouldn't be eating because um, – we get a lot of um, like snacks and stuff from offices that we refer to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go eat some of the popcorn they sent. I was like, oh, I want one of these cookies. And I was like, I probably shouldn't be eating because I'm going to eat a lot for dinner. I still ate mm-hmm. it and then also ate a lot of dinner. Oh, yeah. so, like, like... <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, calorie. What did they say? Calories don't count on, for holidays. That's right. Mm mm. 
So that was wild. I knew so, some of that story. I didn't know like the gory details, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was, you know, obviously they called him the Ripper for a reason, but I didn't know, like, all, like, just randomly leaving, like, intestines, like, just chilling on your shoulder. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, the, just yeah, just the, the blatant, like, disrespect he had for them, yeah. you know. Like, or she, we don't know. Right. Yeah. And the one that, like, got interrupted, I feel like I've heard that before, like, he almost got caught. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I. I can only imagine. That would, must have been so scary, not yeah. to like sympathize with him, but that must have been so fucking scary for him. But then yeah, it's like, like my brain doesn't work that way. But like, if I was in that situation, I would stop. Well, <laughs> like, also, yeah. I feel like you know, talking about when people are like smacking or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I will go into like a blind rage. Like I am so pissed yeah. off until they mm-hmm. stop. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel mm-hmm. like if you're in one of those, like, ripping someone to pieces, mm-hmm. are you really even paying attention to anything around you to be like, right. oh, someone's coming, right. I need to stop? No. You just kind of black out at the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know, I guess... because there are some people that, like, the whole thing is, like, it's it's the fear and them actually getting to do this and like live out their fantasy. So, mm-hmm. so I'm sure like some people like yeah go into a blind rage, but there are some people that like live in that moment and that's all they're looking for. Yeah, yeah, true. But two, I mean, he did slit all of their throats first, supposedly according to the coroner. So maybe mm-hmm. he had i don't know if he had a little bit of remorse but he was like okay let me just shut you up and then i just want to play with your mm-hmm. body yeah. type thing. I think he had to have been angry like they yeah. they even said like he had to have been mad yeah, so maybe yeah. it was the first initial like anger and then he was like oh well now i have time yeah right so messed up it is disgusting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go, guys. I liked it. That, that was, was a good one. one. That was a fun one. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. I hate saying <laughs> shit like that, but you guys know what I mean. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's just like when Bailey Sarian says, I'm I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing. Like this yeah. isn't funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah, she's like, it's not funny, but yeah. um, you know. <laughs> and I feel exactly. like everyone should know because like everybody does it. It's like every podcast I listen to, every like YouTube video I watch or whatever, they're like, I'm not laughing because it's funny. And I'm like, we all know. You yeah. don't have to yeah. specify. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, we're Storm all laughing and I were too. Literally just talking about that. Yeah. It's not funny. It's just you know, you can't believe what you're hearing or it's just like you get so uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're either gonna laugh or you're gonna cry. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'd rather laugh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Girl. I've had a few clients that have laughed like at certain points in the tattoo and I'm like, is everything okay? And they're like, if I don't laugh, I'm gonna cry. Just keep going. <laughs> like, right, you know, okay. when I got when I got the big one on my leg, on my thigh, when he was doing the outline of it, it tickled. And I remember mm-hmm. that being the worst part because I would rather have been in pain than being tickled. And I would like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mean this in a bad way at all. I just, God, yeah. it's not comfortable. I have a client that, that it tickles her. Like she, she laughs the entire time. And then another guy explained it to me. He was like, it like, it's, it feels like you're scratching an itch from the inside. And I was like, oh, that makes you know a lot yeah. of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's certain parts on your leg where it does, well, for me personally, the, where it does feel like that. And I knew exactly what he meant. It was yeah. wild. Yeah. Tattoos are not a fun thing to get, let me tell you. <laughs> I tell everybody I hate getting tattoos. I do. I love having them mm-hmm. and I love looking the way that I do when I do have them, but I hate getting them. Yeah, it's not enjoyable. It's not. No. That's why I always get so annoyed when people are like, like people that don't have tattoos will ask people with tattoos. And then the pe- people with the tattoos are like, no, it doesn't hurt. I'm like, shut the hell up. Yes, it, it does. does. I'm like, it hurts. People yeah. have different 
thresholds of pain. Uh-huh. But it hurts everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like there yes, was a couple the other day. That bad. Like, yes, I like it doesn't hurt that bad where I can sit through it. Mm-hmm. But it still fucking hurts. <laughs> yeah. There was a couple the other day, and this this husband was was talking to his wife, and she was getting her first tattoo, and he was like, "It doesn't hurt. It really doesn't hurt at all." And I walked up there, and I was like, "Do not lie to this woman." Yes. And I explained to her, I was like, "Yes, it's it's not super comfortable, but this is kind of what it's going to feel like, and this and this and this. Don't lie to people. No, yeah, because then they go if, and they if like it this. doesn't if it doesn't hurt for you, then that's fine. But for the majority of people that feel mm-hmm. regularly, you know, <laughs> it, the worst one, the worst one I got was the one on my wrist. I don't yeah. know why, but that one was gnarly. And then the one in my Richard always calls it my ditch, but I don't know that. That's what it is. Is that it's what the, it is? The, the other side elbow of your ditch. Elbow? Mm-hmm. There was one line where he mm-hmm. did it, and it literally felt like he had a razor and just like slit. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh, girl, that was not yeah. fun." <laughs> Mine was the back I, of I the tattoo- neck. Oh, I don't oh, have yeah. it in there. Yeah, I was tattooing my ankle, and I was talking to Rainy, and I like pulled this one line that goes onto my shin and I like screamed <laughs> and I had to just stop. And I was like, I, I'm doing this to myself, but I have to just stop for a second. It was wild. I feel like that would just be such a weird experience Sensation. to like yeah, tattoo yourself. Because you know, you can't really like tickle yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, God, it would just be so weird. Be like, this shit's going to hurt, but I have to pay attention to not mess yeah. up. Mm-hmm. you have to you have to think of technique as well as the pain and making the design look good yeah. and the reason i did it is because i wanted to know what it would feel like to be tattooed by me because i always like i always wondered about it like yeah, yeah. so i just might as well just do it on myself and go for makes there. sense that's smart yeah. i try sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm. we need to start right. tiktoks well, yeah mm-hmm. we do well okay so how our friends feel about that that would be fun yeah what kind of tiktoks yep. do you want to see dance ones because i'm gonna tell you i'm a good dancer we've been practicing <laughs> the tina not. all night a <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <clears throat> uh, trip was trying to show me how to do the Tina and he was like breaking it down and explaining it to me yeah. and he was making fun of me because I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, Richard, he was like, he tries to do it like every day. Like we have a mm-hmm. like 10 minute Tina practice every day. And there was one day that I was like, oh, you're doing it. And he was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about <laughs> Tina from Bob's Burgers, but oh way. yeah, yeah, the, the the like twerking that she does, mm-hmm. it's perfect. Oh Storm Sun does it very well. <laughs> I didn't get to see him do it. He's gonna have to do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll make him do it tomorrow. <clears throat> he waited until everyone left, mm-hmm. and of course, finally it. talked him into it. <clears throat> we oh, all might geez. have to do it too, so that way he'll do it. Because that way he'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now that we mentioned it, someone's going to say that we need to do it. So we're all going to have to do it for Instagram okay, in the sure. future. Yeah. We'll do it. Jeez. Speaking well, of Instagram, Storm, where can they find all of our social medias? We are at 3SWIB Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And then we are on Facebook at three siblings walk into a bar please 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 go like share do all the things um we really want to start getting ideas from you guys so instagram Mm -hmm. would probably be the best thing to do that you can Mm -hmm. message on there comment Mm -hmm. what you like to hear if you have any ideas um Mm -hmm. we also like to put like polls and stuff you know if you prefer to true crime that week or paranormal or whatever so we can kind of get an idea of what you guys want to listen to so go at us on there yeah we're actually nice people despite how we sound i know we (laughs) like to giggle about killing and stuff but like yeah 
We are mm-hmm. very nice people. We are. Just like almost to a fault. Like yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would I'm agree with that. The one that gets murdered because I'm not going to listen to my um inner. What is it? You're like inner fear, inner monologue. whatever it yeah. is. It's like mm-hmm. yeah. your body knows that something's wrong because I'd be like, "It's okay. He's just a nice man. He's just mm-hmm. a nice." You got puppies and chocolate. Yeah. Where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Say less. <laughs> Say less. Let's go. <laughs> Why doesn't your van have any windows? <laughs> Stinky has to tell me that all the time. He'll be like, there's another one, Mom. There's another van. It's all white. I'm like, stinks. And then one day, I don't know what it was, but we saw like 15 on the way home. And he was like, there has been an up in white vans, Mom. I'm like, what? (laughs) Anyone that ever drives a white van will now look out weird. Oh, man. That's too much. Kid's a hot mess. All right. Well, that's what happens when three siblings walk into a bar. <laughs>